Yeah, News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Phil Williams here hosting Right Side Radio again in the afternoons. Hey, we've got uh, we got some fun stuff here. You know, you got to poke every once in a while. We do this thing once a week called Adventures in Woke World. Is there a lot going on in the world? Yeah. Is is but but you have to laugh. I mean, and you got to you got to laugh once in a while. And and and, and so we're going to head into this next uh, Adventures in Woke World. And I got to tell you, uh, it, it it is it is it's just funny to me to put this together because when I when I research the issue at in the woke world script, I'm, I'm pulling real language, y'all. I'm pulling things together that are really happening, and I'm creating a script as, as to how the conversation would go with someone who is so woke they can't even see it. So uh, this particular one is going to be what happens in the me generation. You know the me generation. You know those, those folks, uh, mostly the younger generation, who, who, who are so wrapped up in me. They've grown up getting their participation trophies, and uh, everything revolves around them, and their helicopter parents always hovering over every need, and they think if they get the liberal arts degree, it's marketable, and not always. So what would happen? Well, let's find out as we head into another adventure in woke world. Hit it, copper. Adventures in Woke World. Let's set the scene. It's the corporate office building. Deep paneling on the wall. Paintings of the founders of the company hanging. Johnny Noggin, a young man, is shown in by the secretary to meet the company president, Mr. Bill Sharkey. Uh, Mr. Sharkey, your two o'clock appointment is here. A Mr. Johnny Noggin. Uh, Thank you, Ms. Jones. Mr. Noggin, you are ten minutes late. Yeah, the line was really long at the Starbucks. My bad. <clears throat> okay, well, Mr. Noggin, and it seems you've applied for the position of Vice President for Project Development. I, I conduct all the interviews for VPs personally. I think that's important, but I don't believe that you even near fit the requirements for experience. Uh, well, uh, um, Bill, may I call you Bill? No. Oh, uh, well, uh, I believe you'll find my credentials more than satisfactory if you look closely. Actually, Mr. Noggin, I don't see any credentials. Uh, You've apparently just graduated from college in the last week. Why why do I even have your resume? This is a multi-million dollar organization, Mr. Noggin, with offices in 10 states and a variety of defense contracts on very technical issues. Correct, sir, but I I believe that my seven years of Ivy League instruction have impaired me to adapt to a variety of corporate environments. Well, what was your major, Mr. Noggin? Well, I majored in Euro-Asian post-dystopian culture with a minor in social stigmas of postmodernistic art. <laughs> okay, well, I'm confused, Mr. Noggin, as to why you think that translates into much of anything, much less an executive position with a publicly traded company like the one here founded by my grandfather. Well, I'm, I'm sure you noticed that I was top of my class. Top uh, of my class. Uh, yeah, well, being the top of nothing still equates to nothing, Mr. Noggin. Uh, besides... Aside from years of contracting experience, we also listed this position as being best suited for a veteran due to our special emphasis on defense contracting. Well, I did see that, uh, but I was, I was sure that my experience as a summer barista at the coffee clatch outside the main gate at the local military base would equate. I mean, I used to talk to the Army men all the time. I know a lot of their acronyms. Mr. Noggin, while that is admirable, that is not the same thing as being a veteran. You, you don't seem to understand. Oh, Oh, sure I do. Let's just cut to the bottom line, Mr. Sharkey. I'm going to write down a figure on a piece of paper. Can I, can I borrow your pen? I'll just slide that your way. I think you will find that I understand full well that my value is also your value, if you know what I mean. I don't know what you mean at all. 
But just for grins, Mr. Noggin, let's see what we have here. Oh, look at this piece of paper. You only want $150,000 to start. Oh, with annual bonuses and something about your student loans. I can't, I can't read your writing here. Oh, no, sir, that's not writing. That's a smiley face emoji. I'm sharing my feelings over the coming together of our intersectionalities. I could settle for the 150000 as a starting salary because, happy smiley emoji, President Biden has promised to erase all my student loans, which sort of makes me wish I had gone on to get my master's, if you know what I mean. I don't know what you mean at all. What actual work experience do you even have? Well, thank you for asking. But before we get to that, I need to get some additional clarity before I can accept your offer. I haven't made an offer. Does your offer also include a sufficient amount of non-birthing parent leave? I haven't made an offer. Oh, also, does your offer include some personal space? I'm going to need some time each week. You know, me time for self-care. I have a hot yoga instructor who is taking me to the next level in self-awareness. Mm. I haven't made an offer, and you are lacking in self-awareness right now. Uh, I'm sorry, you said what? I was reading over my checklist of acceptable work environment applications. You brought a checklist of things that you need here? Oh, here, here's one. Here's one on my checklist. Is your IT department handling the development of your green energy computing policies? You know, like the implementation of energy-efficient CPUs, servers, and peripherals, as well as reduced resource consumption and proper disposal of electronic waste. Very important. I don't want to work for a company that doesn't treat the environment as the fragile priority that it is. Listen, I, I think you need to stop and listen for a second. Just listen. Okay, I don't care for your tone. Do you have a designated safe space in the building? I may need an opportunity to decompress and emote my own and reestablish my boundaries and bring myself back around to the serve me moment. <laughs> you know what? Stop. You don't need a safe space. You need a jolt of reality. Let me explain life in the real world. Safe spaces do not exist. Intersectionality, that is a myth. Your degree in jibber-jabber, it does not equate to a job in much of anything except maybe teaching jibber-jabber. You took out student loans, pay them yourself. And experience, you only get experience by having experiences. So here's the deal. Mr. Noggin, I'll make you an offer. I will pay you $22 an hour to work in the project file room, and you can buy into the corporate medical insurance plan. How's that? Well, I don't, I don't need the corporate medical insurance plan because I'm still on my parents' insurance through Obamacare. Oh, well, of course you are. Well, good luck to you, Mr. Noggin. Does that mean I got the job? Ms. Jones, show Mr. Noggin to the door. Mr. Noggin... Call me in 15 years, and let's talk again then. And that's it for another episode of... Adventures in Woke World! <laughs> oh, boy. I make myself laugh sometimes. But you got to. You got to laugh. I will say this, Copper. Um, I wrote that one last night and, um, and immediately began thinking of the fact that... Uh, while I know those folks exist, and in fact, the way I went out on the internet, and it's I had to force myself to read some of the just absolute jibber jabber was the term I used in the script. I mean, the stuff I read in there and, and scripted out is exactly the same. I mean, the serve me moment, the safe spaces at work, the I need to emote. You know, it's 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 all out there. But I will say this, my friend Copper, I also know that that is not all of your generation that is some um i uh i am fully aware that my own kids uh you um my, my friend parker over at alabama policy institute who's the same age as you 
Uh, y'all are absolutely not what I just read out, and I appreciate you. Just want you to know that on the air. <laughs> oh, good. Huh. Don't even let me get close to that nonsense. No. There's actually a book, and, and I, I sort of checked it out, and I wrote down the name. The name of this book is called Generation Me, Why Today's Young Americans Are More Confident, Assertive, Entitled, and More Miserable Than Ever Before. That's the title <laughs> of the book. And, you know, granted, it made a broad overgeneralization, but uh, there's, there's some of that out there, though. Oh, my gosh. Um, but you ain't it, copper. You ain't it at all. Keep keep doing what you're doing, Copper, and whoever raised you, Copper, mom and dad, Mr. Mm-hmm. And Mrs. Copper. Um, but they did right. Yeah, they did right. Um, but you, I mean, tell me what you think. Do you see any of what I just said out there in the world? I mean, it doesn't have to be people you know personally, but do you see the same stuff I'm talking about, or is it is it? Am I just? You yeah. think I'm making stuff up? Unfortunately, probably the biggest one that I've seen is the expecting to be able to jump right into higher positions. Yeah. And that was one of the things is, is the, the me generation is often known for having lofty expectations that do not match the realities. And they get shocked when they walk out of the places where they've been coddled, like the Ivy league institutions and they've been told how great they are and they walk out and their degree means nothing in the real world. Yeah. It's like, sure, nobody wants to make photocopies, but somebody's got to make photocopies. So, of course, the new college grad is going to be the one making photocopies. I know. The old old adage was you got to start in the mailroom and work your way up. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we have mailrooms anymore. But, um, you know, and, and, and I'll say this, too. Shame on the colleges that let folks take out student loans for worthless majors like that. Now, I kind of made up the title of that. What was the title of that one that I had that his major was? They exist. They do exist, though. They do. So in this particular script, his his major was in Euro-Asian post-dystopian culture with a minor in social stigmas of postmodernistic art. <laughs> now, I made that up. I did make that up. Oh, I did but not guess some, that you made that up. You did not? I would oh, not so have guessed. It was real. Yes. It's real somewhere. <laughs> I'm not sure whether to laugh or be upset at that. But right. You're, yeah, you're right. Well, listen, we're heading into a break, folks. We're going to come back and hit some news and uh, and start dissecting some of the things that are happening in the world, not all of which is woke world, all right? Um, some of it, though, is amazing to watch unfold before our very eyes, and other of it is a little bit distressing. We're going to break down this new infrastructure bill. I say new, the one that finally passed the Senate. We're going to talk about Andrew Cuomo. Oh, yeah. He announced his resignation just this afternoon, fresh off the press on that one. Lots of things happening. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, Right Side Radio, where we stay solid, conservative, just plain right. We'll be right back.